Um, we're going to other breaking news now, uh, and, and this is breaking news in the north of Ireland. Belfast Royal Academy has become the first secondary school on the island to introduce mandatory face coverings for pupils. Well, journalist Amanda Ferguson is on the line from Belfast with more on this. Um, Amanda, can you tell us what has the school said? Good, good morning, Sarah. Yes, um, Belfast Royal Academy is the oldest school um, in the city and it has sent a letter out to parents um, to say that due to the large uh, pupil and staff population, it will be difficult uh, for them to maintain uh, physical distancing requirements. Uh, so they've decided to introduce um, mandatory face coverings um, within the school buildings and that every pupil will be provided um, with a washable face covering in school colours. So effectively, it will be- become part of the uniform. Um, obviously, this doesn't include children who can't wear them for uh, various health you know, medical conditions. Uh, the same would, would apply uh, for staff, but um, it's, it's providing the, the school population with the first uh, face covering and then encouraging parents to, to purchase another one uh, just to facilitate frequent washing, the letter says. So that will be mandatory. This means a student can't walk through the doors of the school without wearing their mask. Is that it? Well, it said that if a pupil arrives without a face mask, they'll not be uh, permitted to enter the classroom, so they'll have to go and speak to their to their teacher. Uh, they're not required to wear them um, when they're walking to and from school, um, but they should wear them on the the school transportation. Um, and you know, they're they're uh, going to be encouraging the kids to to use them in an effective way. You know, remove them properly. You know, keep them in a sandwich bag in, the, in their blazer pocket. Um, I think that uh, the reason that you've seen this happening is um, I, I have to declare an interest here. I'm a former Belfast Royal Academy pupil. So I know that it is a very disciplined school. It's kind of like um, it's like an old school, like it's kind of like Hogwarts. You know, it's separated into houses, and it is very disciplined. You know, whenever I was a pupil there, you weren't allowed to wear makeup or wear hair bubbles that weren't the colour of the school. You weren't allowed to wear high heels or have your hair dyed. The boys weren't allowed to shave their heads. So it is a very disciplined school. And in the past, um, they're they're not afraid to sort of chart their own course and, and go ahead and make decisions around things like transfer testing um, of pupils. So I know that the department of Education and the minister w- uh, was due to make an announcement. I think in the next day or so um, about um, you know the, their their guidance. Um, but BRA has obviously um, assessed the information from its health and safety committee, from uh, the various sources that everybody's looking to, like Dublin and London and the World Health Organization, and decided that this is the the best thing uh, for for their pupils and for their staff. Mm. And as you say, they're they're charting their own course. But is there any indication, Amanda, as to how other secondary schools are likely to go in the north? Are they likely to follow suit? do you think or where is the discussion at there? I think that they will. I think that you know BRA is a, a non-denominational grammar school, so you may find that some um, some other schools decide that they they want to adopt this policy as well. Because I know that a lot of parents um, are highly anxious about the the children going back to school in the next couple of weeks. I know that teachers um, with um, you know who've been shielded or teachers perhaps with with health conditions have been concerned about it as well. And I think that um, as we've seen the evidence strengthening around face masks and about you know more information about whether the virus is airborne or not. You know, as every month passes, we. Learn more about it, um, and I think that the, you'll see an increasing number of schools want to err on the side of caution. You know, even if even if it's only a small, you know, even if it reduces risk by a small amount, then perhaps they feel that it's worth it. Now, it, it has to be said that not everybody is on board um, with face coverings in the north. There is a little bit of anti-mask hysteria um, among certain quarters, among some uh, political reps, and among um, some within the business community. So you're never going to have 100% um, you know compliance. You're never going to have everybody agreeing. 
um, on, on, the, on the same uh, course of action. Uh, but I think that, that well, it'll be interesting to see what the Department of Education says in the coming days because so far the Health Minister hasn't uh, promoted the idea of pupils wearing them, although the Chief Scientific Officer uh, said last week, uh, Professor Ian Young said last week, that he, there was some benefit to older children wearing them. And I know that in Britain, um, with regard to the, the, the UK uh, guidance that's on the uh, British government website, that it says it doesn't recommend them for children under 11, but secondary schools are, you know, 11 to 18. And I suppose perhaps it could be around trying to um, introduce that cultural change and perhaps ahead of the, the autumn winter season, they're, they're trying to embed it now. But I'd imagine it will be something that dominates the airwaves for, for the days to come. You know, it's, it's, it's always the way in the north, no matter what we're talking about. <laughs> well, same here as well. Um, just finally then, Amanda, what has the reaction been like this morning since this news broke? Yes, well, there's been there's been a certain uh, amount of feedback. You know, I was sent a statement by one of the the pupils. Um, uh parents uh, and they're really happy with the idea. There's other people saying, you know, that um, schools should be supported and parents should be supported, um, you know, to buy the second mask if they perhaps can't afford it, you know, because uh, the school like Belfast Royal Academy has said that it'll provide the first one, but the second one would be need to be something that um, is done by the parents and they aren't um, allowing disposable masks either for environmental reasons. Um, so I think there'll be, there'll be a mixed bunch. You know, we've had some people saying it's a dictatorship and that it's unacceptable and um, that it's, it's not guided by science and that they're unhappy with what's happening. But so far, uh, just from you know, the, the last hour, so with, with people contacting me, more people seem to be encouraged by it um, than, than are against it. But um, we'll see how the debate develops over the next day or so. All right, Amanda Ferguson, journalist in Northern Ireland, thank you so much for joining me this morning. And we're going to be staying on the topic of schools because we're going to be talking about going back to school here and all the challenges that it has at next. Today with Sarah McInerney on RTE Radio 1.